0: This is Adam Pye talking loudly, woo woo woo, loudly.
1: Sup folks, welcome to This Podcast is Queer. Today we're talking about Steven Universe, so spoiler warnings. Huge
0: spoiler warnings, we're going to talk about it right up until the latest episode which has come out, which to this day is, uh, change your mind. Oh, I'm Adam and my pronouns are he, him. I'm Ethan
1: and my pronouns are he him also.
0: So where shall we start with the big
1: uh, I want to talk about what Steven Universe is. Okay, yeah, well who... that
0: will make sense. Yeah. <laughs> so Steven Universe is a show about a half alien, half human hybrid called Steven Universe. It's
1: it's to start off with it's a cartoon aimed at kids. So Yeah.
0: But, uh, like, a lot of modern cartoons, there's a lot of subtext and a lot of, like, um, adult subtext. Like, themes that a lot of kids may it's... not catch onto as much.
1: Um, I still say, like, most of it isn't actual subtext. Like, the representation-wise, it's canon and it's there and it's very in-your-face. But... Okay,
0: but we'll get around to this, be- like, after we've actually explained what it is, probably. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so... It's a um, cartoon aimed at kids that's about a character called Steven.
0: Steven Universe.
1: Yeah. And um, he lives with three alien... Sentient
0: rock lesbians. Are they
1: all lesbians?
0: No. Sentient rock mums. Yeah. Sentient rock people that come from outer space and want to harvest out the... Well, they don't, but... Yeah.
1: And gonna... um, the race of the gems, let's say <laughs> let's the, race. the the gems and they are like a resistance group known as the Crystal Gems that are against like their People taking over Earth and using yeah. it to harvest, and
0: basically a rebellion group that fight against their home planet because they don't agree with what they're doing to the Earth, and what they're doing to the Earth is basically hollowing it out to create more of them, and
1: they do it with lots of different planets. But yeah, and they don't like organic life forms as in like humans, animals, plants, even. Yeah.
0: But. All gems on Homeworld are created to fulfil a purpose, and if they don't fulfil that purpose, they're seen as um, off.
1: What is Homeworld?
0: Homeworld is basically just the planet mm. that all the gems and the sentient rock people come from. It's uh, When you describe it like this, you're
1: basically probably thinking, well, what's this got to do with queer shit? And that's what we're going to get onto. So, that's <laughs> it. Let's discuss some themes of the show. So the themes, in my opinion, that I've caught onto is like family. So themes of family, um, family LGBT just relationships in yeah. general. relationships in general, LGBT relationships. Yeah, uh, uh, I'd say gender as well. Just expression, like expression of self and identity.
0: Yeah, it's there's a lot of themes where Stephen is basically trying to figure out who he is and where he fits in the world in relation to the fact that he is essentially half of his mother yeah <laughs> uh, in order for him to be created his mother shapeshifted a womb and uh, created stephen with his dad and um, in order for him to exist she couldn't because half of her was going to become him
1: So he has his mother's gem. Oh, well,
0: he was good. Half of her is him, basically.
1: Yeah, he has his mother's gem and his dad his dad also plays i think his dad plays a great part in it uh, to show like I different love. types of family and stuff like yeah
0: that. i love his dad i think like when i first started watching it it was i was like oh god he's gonna be one of those like typical uh cartoon. sitcom cartoonish
1: cartoon dads are all awful but this one yeah isn't. <laughs> no he's
0: fantastic i like he reminds me of my dad except uh he, my dad doesn't say if every pop park chop was perfect we wouldn't have hot dogs
1: yeah. <laughs> so Yeah,
0: so themes of identity,
1: Steven's Stephen's dad is um yeah Stephen's dad's birth single parent, but he doesn't live with his dad and but his dad still plays a good a massive part in his life, I yeah.
0: think. Yeah. And I like it when he's like, Oh, I have the gems to tell me about gem stuff and my dad to tell me about dad stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, Can we all really if you have a decent father you know what dad stuff is. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a genuinely good father figure who obviously cares about his kid and just wants what's best for
1: him. Mute your phone. Sorry, I'm
0: so popular.
1: Um. So, the reason why we want to talk about it is because there is a lot of representation when it comes to LGBT characters and relationships, and that's what we're going to get into. Some of it is more theory, and we will talk about like our theories and... So, that thing is not all canon, but a lot of it is. Um,
0: A lot, like, it's a show that actually uh, really resonates with both of us as trans men, and it's something that we both really enjoy watching, and it's probably something I'm more or less obsessed with. When did you start watching? Like, what episode did you start on?
1: I started on the first episode.
0: Uh, But did you start watching it from the beginning when it first came out? Not uh, when it
1: first came out. Um, so there was that time that we were walking to Camel and you started singing Stronger Than You and I had no idea.
0: Like, you didn't know what Steven Universe was at that point? No,
1: but then because you started talking about it, me and Blue at the time watched it. I can't believe that. But um, we can't talk about Steven Universe without mentioning its creator, Rebecca Sugar. Oh, who
0: Rebecca Sugar. Who is
1: non-binary.
0: And fantastic. And what pronouns do they go by?
1: We should really check that before we start talking. <laughs> we're going to check the pronouns.
0: Oh, let me get this bitch's pronouns before I cuss them out.
1: <laughs> we love Rebecca Sugar, we're not going <laughs> to... Oh, no,
0: I don't want to cuss out Rebecca Sugar, I love her. I love them, I love...
1: Her. So she still uses she, her pronouns. I love her. It's a... Rebecca Sugar is non-binary, and if you look at our Patreon, we have um, tier named yeah, after her. Yeah, because we
0: love her, and she's an icon.
1: So, representation-wise, do we want to talk about characters first, specifically?
0: Shall so we start with the titular character?
1: I was going to start with Garnet, because But
0: think... Stephen is the titular character. It's called Stephen Universe, if you can get with the programme.
1: Talk louder. And
0: yeah. <laughs> we'll start with Stephen, and then we'll go through the main Crystal Gems as they come. Stephen... What I like about Stephen is he has a lot of, like, gender expression. He will go out wearing a dress. Uh, he wants, like, this one scene where he goes out on stage wearing a dress and everybody's just like, oh, that's Stephen. I knew it would be Stephen, you know?
1: Like, Stephen is, I'd say it's quite comfortable in himself and his yeah. own masculinity. He is a male character in a very female, like, yeah.
0: show. It's He's, like, the... Only of, essentially, a race that is considered male.
1: Yeah, apart from one of the fusions we'll get onto later.
0: Yeah, but, like, I think that's, like quite subversive because you'll find it's generally uh, one woman in a group of men but yeah no it's a fantastic show and I think they do a great job at representing somebody who's comfortable in their femininity and I think that's a great message to send to children but it's fine if you're a boy and you like typically girly stuff you know just express yourself and be who you are and that's kind of the whole message of the show.
1: Yeah and so this is massive spoil if you haven't watched the latest episode so a lot of the later season if you watch it especially from a trans perspective like us oh yeah it is because you find out that like we already knew before this season but you found out more but he he is essentially his mother it's so complicated and um, there's parts where they call him the wrong name and like We'll just spoiler it. There's a part where um, he gets called pink and uh, one of the diamonds goes... She prefers to go by um, Stephen, but the look on his face—it's
0: just this look. It's the first time that this uh, character's basically acknowledged that he is not this other person. He is not his mother. He, she's just, and so this character says she prefers to be called Stephen, and just the look on his face. Me and Ethan like noted it straight after he, when we'd watched it.
1: He gets so excited and happy. Yeah. And it's that feeling that you do as a trans person when you first yeah. get accepted as like who you are and get called by your
0: name. I mean, because obviously. obviously. Obviously, they're not using the correct pronouns for him, but it's like every trans person probably has that experience of when somebody uses your actual name. And it's just like for a moment, oh, damn, this is fantastic. I'm me. And you're acknowledging me for me for the first time. And it's like being seen for the first time, really.
1: I really want to talk about Garnet.
0: Okay, we can talk about Garnet before Ethan bursts.
1: <laughs> so, Garnet is... The look on...
0: Wait, can I just say one thing? The look on your face right now is why you're called Happy Little Elf in the phone. <laughs> You've just got this smile, like, yeah.
1: Garnet is a fusion of Sapphire and Ruby, and she is one of the Crystal Gems, one of the main characters. She's voiced by Estelle, if you know who Estelle is.
0: And she's formed of love.
1: And she is made of love and canonly... Um Ghana is canonically
0: two lesbians in a trench coat trying to sneak into a movie.
1: <laughs> and and there's some great scenes with Ruby and Sapphire and their relationship and they even get married and I believe that's the first gay wedding in a yeah. kids' cartoon specifically.
0: I think it's probably gonna be, they were probably one of the first lesbian kisses in a cartoon.
1: In a kid's cartoon. In a
0: kid's cartoon, yeah.
1: They are just perfect, in my opinion. They have ups and downs in their relationship, but it's... A bit the scene where you find... You learn about how they became Garnet. Yeah. Um, is very important, and it's that... The, in Homeworld, where they're from, it's against... Should we explain what fusion is before we yeah, start? Yeah, that's us. Was... It's against the rules to fuse, and fuse is...
0: What a fusion is, is basically the physical embodiment of two people's relationship. They come together and they form basically a representation of who they are together and what sort of relationship there is. Garnet's built primarily on, like, love, and so, like, yeah. It's very
1: difficult to explain. I'm assuming most people who are listening to this do know what Super Universe is and know what a fusion is.
0: Also, Hannah, if you're listening to this and you haven't caught up yet, I'm so mad
1: at you. (laughs) but also I love you (laughs) (laughs) that's to anyone who's listening (laughs) but yeah so Ghana is for me one of my favourite crystal gems she is so caring and still shown as very powerful despite this and it's shown she's shown as being more powerful because she's made of love plus
0: I wouldn't actually say that um Homeworld is against... Homeworld's against fusion of two different gems, yes. which is what's specific and what links it to queer culture, you know. When uh, Garnet first fuses accidentally in front of a bunch of people, people around are like, shocking, unheard of, disgusting. She kind and, of
1: gets exiled from... Yeah,
0: literally gets exiled, but mostly just kind of runs away. But like, in because Ruby accidentally fused with Sapphire who was considered like a regal gem she was told that she was going to be shattered for it
1: yeah and also they when meet um rose one of the crystal gems rose is very accepting of their um love and everything about them and thinks that it's beautiful and i think every queer person needs that
0: it's like the first positive reaction
1: and let's talk about pearl so we're gonna talk about pearl now pearl is another Crystal gen and she, I believe, is canonly lesb- lesbian. She Canonically
0: was in love with Rose Quartz. Ooh la la.
1: Yeah, she was in love with Rose Quartz, who's Steven's mum, in case we haven't mentioned that.
0: And... <laughs> One scene where there's a flashback and she goes inside Pearl, inside Pearl, inside Pearl's Pearl. Yeah. And um, she sat there and she's like,
1: she can't have a baby, what's she thinking? And Stevens just there like, well, this is awkward. Pearl fuses with R- Rose just to spite Greg, which is kind of an asshole move, but also it's great. That I love whole it. scene
0: is just weirdly hot.
1: For me, the first moment as well where you realise where um, Pearl was in love with Rose Quartz is when she's training um, Connie. And yeah. she's singing Do It For Her slash him.
0: The music in Steven Universe is simply just fantastic. The score, the songs, just everything. And the episode where really goes into depth of um, Rose and Pearl's relationship and also Greg. And where Greg and... Because Pearl and Greg have had bad blood for so long because he knew that she was in love with... Rose and they actually basically say that in that episode they acknowledge he says I know how you felt for her and I still you know and they talk about her and they share the memories and they realise they have so much more in common and it's quite fantastic because it's had this underlying grievance between the two of them for so long but the songs in that one, um, It's Over, Isn't It, is a beautiful song. And it's yeah. just her expressing how much she did Love Rose and how much she did do for her. And I think it's a beautiful episode. Yeah, I agree. And the art in it is
1: amazing. Oh. I think that's over Steven Universe oh, yeah, The backgrounds
0: are fantastic, apart from the pilot. What the fuck? We, I made Ethan watch the pilot because it turns out he'd never seen it, like the original pilot. And like... It is quite good in its own way. I just don't think for a second I would have watched the whole show if the art was like that because I don't think I could have dealt with it.
1: But I love how Pearl looked. Pearl looked like a proper lesbian. Where's
0: her nose? Where
1: is Pearl's nose in that episode? Um, (laughs) That's the whole point of Pearl. (laughs) Bird mom. As well, what husband says to me? There's also an episode um, with Pearl in the... I think it was in the season that's just beginning, and uh, she runs into... She sees this girl she's is going out and Oh like She's gets... going out of beach City. Yeah. And she gets like this girl's number and also in the episode you're on about where Stephen goes into Pearl's mind, there's like all these numbers and you find out that Pearl's kind of a bit of a player.
0: Oh yeah, she gets all these girls' numbers. <laughs> oh, I really want her to come back. There's a fan theory out there with that Sabina Kevin sex? Yeah. Oh. Weird fan theory. They just like <laughs> to link like random stuff sometimes.
1: I want to talk about I haven't actually discussed this part with you but um, specifically Amethyst who's another crystal gem I've read a lot of theories that um, she's asexual and also because like she has the not asexual I think it was wait what's the pride flag that's got purple and black and it? it is asexual isn't it asexual
0: mm. Uh, Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. She might... I read a fan theory that she slept with Greg after... um, Right. No. Really, really weird in-depth fan theory. There's a theory that when Rose turned into Stephen for the first few months... Amethyst because they hung out together would hang around him and to cheer him up he she would be his cat and then they started sleeping together and, and she'd, like, she'd morph into Rose at the time which is why he had that freak out in that episode because he realised he couldn't keep doing it and they stopped hanging out after that and when they first started hanging out again that's why she turned and, and yeah
1: I hate that because when Greg first meets Hammerfish, she's like a baby.
0: Yeah, I know. But (laughs) also, there's that whole thing where she's like, it's cool, man, I've seen your junk before.
1: The um, reason, like, back to Hammerfish could be asexual, she has the pride colours of um, the asexual flag and... Um, you don't really see... There's no stories about, oh, she might be aromantic even, I think is what I actually meant. Um, and she doesn't have any of those, like, love interest sort of things that happen with the main... No, of the but rest. I
0: could certainly see her and Peridot together.
1: <laughs> the rest of the main Crystal Gems. I could
0: totally see her and Peridot together, though. Peridot and Lapis. Lapis. Yes, Peridot
1: and Lapis, 100%. So, move on to Peridot, I think. Uh we haven't talked about we
0: haven't talked much about Amethyst.
1: There's not a lot of queerness to talk about Amethyst no, to my. No. A
0: lot image. of Amethyst's um storyline is about self-acceptance and that could be qu- yeah. considered quite c- coded. So, she views herself a lot as a mistake because she's a product of what happened to the planet.
1: Yeah, so she was let to Become a gem. She was late to be harvested. I think, is and... she
0: didn't pop out of the ground on time. She's overcooked.
1: Yeah, she's overcooked and smaller than the rest of the amethysts on Homeworld. And <laughs>
0: we can relate to being smaller than all the other boys, can't we, even?
1: Yeah, she um she's the only one of the crystal gems who um isn't from Homeworld either. Up to a point in the show I'd never even been to Homeworld. Yeah. And she had a lot of issues with self-acceptance and stuff like that. And there's yeah. some real good episodes on that.
0: In the extended um, opening theme, uh, there's, her line is um, I will fight for the world I was made in. the Earth is the only thing I've ever known. Um, I mean, like, yeah, the way she's developed and like wrote over the series, like she's considered the most mature crystal gem now. You know? And... She's just a fantastic character, and she's someone who people who, like, have problems with accepting themselves can really relate to, and obviously that's a lot of queer people.
1: No, I also think as well, like a lot of times she covers up how she feels with humor and stuff, which I think a lot of queer people do. What? Like... I don't do that. And <laughs> <laughs> um, so, paradox. Peridot is my personal favourite. <laughs> I like Peridot. I can, I'm my favourite favourite. I have so many headcanons about Peridot. That can... Can... <laughs> well, do, should we just do like
0: fairies after this whole thing,
1: basically? Yeah. Also, um... I can think is flowers for you, flowers for you. <laughs> so, Peridot, for me, wears. Like sometimes wears a bow tie and stuff and I always see her as a trans guy, even though I know that she's not.
0: I personally see her as androgynous.
1: Yes. And she's just... She's from Homeworld and comes originally to kind of destroy the Crystal Gems. She pushes
0: and, Greg off her roof.
1: Yeah, and they're so, she so warms up to them and becomes one of them and is the self-proclaimed leader at the Crystal Gems. Yeah.
0: I feel like she's coded as quite autistic.
1: Yeah, another reason why I love her. I relate to her so much. She
0: is it because you're a big autism even?
1: Maybe. Um, she's like, she takes things very literal. Yeah. Smells funny. This. That's your butt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love Peridot, and I really honestly ship her with Lapis. I think, like, her and Lapis are great. But, yeah, no, Peridot's one of my favourites I've well. also
1: read theories that um, Peridot is uh, sexual because she struggled, she hasn't fused with anyone yet, and I, had, she tried, didn't she, and couldn't? Yeah,
0: fused, well, she was going to try, and then I think she got nervous. Ah. It was more... Yeah, I feel like they both realised she wasn't ready yet. And... um. Yeah, no, like, again, it's basically the embodiment of a two-gems relationship and how they work together. So maybe the reason that her and Garnet didn't fuse is because they didn't work together particularly well at that point.
1: I mean, they have had their issues.
0: Yeah. Can you unfuse? It's making me uncomfortable. <laughs>
1: but also, like I said, it, there's so much parts where you can relate, like, the idea of, like, saying, being told, like, oh, can you not be you because it makes me uncomfortable? Yeah.
0: And I feel like the way that was handled, like how she comes to figure out Garnet and how she comes to accept Garnet and how Garnet basically, Garnet shouldn't have had to explain herself, but she like basically was like, this is, and she explained it in a way where Peridot could understand it. And yeah. yeah.
1: Um, Lapis... Lapis, Lapis. Total lesbian, in
0: my opinion. <laughs> oh, I love Lapis, and she she she's dressed very queerly in her yeah. new outfit, and I quite like that. She's all of the gems just got new outfits; they all got poofed. Now they're back. It's fantastic, and she looks like a stone cold
1: gorgeous lesbian. Yeah. So, oh, in the um big last episode that was it was a double episode. It was like an hour long episode. It was minutes. There was a. a Actually no, this was wasn't like in that episode. It was in like the episode before where um, Garnet comes in, Veron, Veron, Homeworld, and Garnet comes in, and two gems fuse and are like oh we thought we were the only ones oh yes and
0: oh it made me want to cry they they were were like yes i knew i couldn't be the only one we we couldn't be the only ones and it's so beautiful it's just
1: the fact that this show is about representation in my mind and shows that and then within the show they show why representation is so important it's so that you can see like who you are and be okay with that know that you're not alone Okay, question. Do you see
0: fluorite as a poly relationship then? Yeah. Six gems fused into one. Um, It's always a party with fluorite.
1: But I don't think all fusions are about relationship. I don't think that necessarily not all fusions
0: are about relationship. I'm not saying relationship as in relationship yeah, romantic there's like loads of different kinds of relationship like Malachi was basically the form of an abusive relationship yeah. something uh, fast fusion is kind of creepy when you think like think about it in the terms of relationship and yeah. how that's fast it's, yeah, fusion is just basically can represent loads of different types of relationships. Um, Stephen himself is a fusion, confirmed now as of the last episode, because he's a fusion with what I like to call his light gem self, because gems are made out of light. Well,
1: they're not made out of light. Their physical
0: forms are light reflections. Yeah.
1: Shall we discuss why the representation is important, especially in a kid's show? Yeah. So... To me, it's important in the kids' show because it normalises it. When something's only represented in shows meant for older people, it makes it seem like it's something that kids shouldn't know about and stuff. Whereas LGBT relationships and LGBT people exist no matter what age. Like, trans kids exist.
0: Yeah, it's, like, just about being able to see yourself and, like, that Gemma said, no, there's nothing wrong with you, that you're not the only one. You know, even if it's just something that's coded, when you look at it and you watch it as a kid, it just puts it in your mind, okay, yeah, maybe this isn't such a bad thing, which will probably mean that, like, even if you're not queer, if you know about it and you see it and you know that it's not, like, a bad, scary, big thing, you're going to be less likely to be a dick
1: about it when you're older. Yeah, that's what I was... Like, It's as well shows kids' acceptance and teaches them that, like, even if you're not queer, like... It's okay for people to be queer, especially the lesbian wedding episode, I think, because that very much is in your face. Oh, yeah,
0: and how they kept making Ruby look like a dude because they were worried about people. But in some countries, Steven Universe is literally censored to make it less queer. So it's obviously got some queer undertones in there. And in some places, because... Uh, they don't like it. Ruby's turned into... A dude. Yeah. I think they give uh, her a moustache or yeah. something. Well, in the wedding episode, she was the one who wore the dress. Try and censor it now, witches. Yeah. Oh, so Wells. Uh...
1: Oh, Lars. Let's discuss Lars. I
0: love the theory that Lars is a trans guy. I totally 100% read him as a trans guy throughout various episodes and the more I see him, the more I think,
1: yeah, Lars is a trans guy and I love him. I just look at him and I'm like, yeah, he's trans. Have you seen trans guys? We all look like that. (laughs) I'm not saying all trans people look the same, but trans guys have a very specific look.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I like the fact that, um... You know the episode Island Adventure, where they get stranded on the island. Uh, he doesn't grow any facial hair at all for like what must be a boy in his early twenties. Whereas I thought it was
1: like late teens,
0: late teens, early twenties. But Sadie's leg hair is just luscious, and I love the fact that they included that in a kids' cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> leg hairs not bad.
1: Body hair is not bad. I hate the fact that like even being socialized as a girl when I was younger, it was always like. Being hairy was seen as a bad thing, and it took me forever to accept, yeah. even as a trans guy, that, like, I love my body hair, but at the same time, I was scared what other people would think.
0: I love all five of my burgeoning chin hairs. You've got, beard. like, more of a beard than a moustache right now.
1: Yeah, but... Anyway, <laughs> Steven Universe.
0: Steven Universe. Oh, okay, yeah, I read him as a trans guy 100%, and I read the whole Lars as is the Stars arc as being him just like embracing himself in the new environment
1: oh yeah as well because he's sad to show himself in a more feminine way as well to me more campy way I'd yeah
0: say. and there's like this one episode where steven accidentally uh turns and like gets put into his brain for a day and like when he comes downstairs his mum addresses him as a different name and he's like who's that and she looks like she's just dead named him and i know that lars is short for laramie but at the same time laramie's a unisex name and yeah
1: also um there's the episode where lars is shown without his shirt on and yes there's no scaring button to to show like top surgery peri Ariel. And not even just that, like, to look like he could have been on puberty blockers yeah. and stuff. in
0: periareola or puberty blockers, actually, his chest is a little bit curved as well. I've yeah. seen loads of things. That's like... and that's not... why I think puberty yeah.
1: blockers, because, yeah, you might have, like, small chests, but a lot of, uh, quite a few trans guys um, might not necessarily have top surgery because puberty blockers meant that their chest is so small if they didn't feel the need. Some still do. We...
0: Oh, how I wish I was one of those boys.
1: also non-binary representation all the gems are technically non-binary they are female presenting they use most of them not all use she her pronouns and some fusions will get into because that's where pronouns change and (laughs) um so, yeah, they are non-binary. They're not physically even human or anything. No, they're not. Let's
0: <laughs> talk about my boy. Oh, Rainbow Quartz. Rainbow Don't Quartz 2.0. I... Everything about Rainbow Quartz 2.0 just brings me pure joy. I want to be Rainbow Quartz 2.0. I might actually cosplay as Rainbow Quartz 2.0 for Comic-Con this year. I'm doing Lars. Okay. Do you want to go together?
1: Yeah. Cool. Um, sir. Two Point 2.0 uses he, him pronouns or they, them pronouns and I believe is the first gem to be voiced by a cis male as well. Yeah. And I'm saying that because, yes, Emerald is voiced by Jinx Monsoon, who's drag queen, but they identify as non-binary, so they are not a cis male. I just, I just
0: really, I don't know why, it's just something about him that I connect to.
1: I, I just love the fact that it's, the first m- canonly male fusion and they still present in a way that's not stereotypically masculine. No, not at all. And it's quite... Yeah, it's quite...
0: What I like about Steven Universe is it has so much representation, not just for gender expression and everything like that. It's got so many different kinds of bodies in it. You've got yeah. people like uh, Jenny... Pizza and Sadie Miller and Mr. Smiley. Do you want to go
1: into detail them instead of just re- reading the names out? What uh, are they, bodies, just, just different
0: stuff. bodies, like different shapes, like women of all different shapes and sizes, and men, non binary like folk, just wonderful.
1: Garnet's m- um, very muscly oh, re- yeah. female. You've got um, Pearl, who's quite skinny, and that sort yeah. of thing. The Amethyst um... is. A, lavish, voluptuous,
0: voluptuous. I like that word. I just wanted an excuse to say that word. But yeah, no, it's fantastic. It really shows you, like, lots of different representation, different races, different. Just fun. It's just a fantastic show, and I can't recommend it enough to anyone. I was the point that I was gonna make, but I've lost it.
1: Is it about sentient walls?
0: no, I don't want to talk about the sentient walls, they creep me out.
1: <laughs> it's
0: weird. It's like, Steven Universe is fantastic, and then it just hits you in the face with emotions.
1: Oh, That's what I love about it as well. Like, it doesn't shy away from any topic because it's a kid show. It, it it talks about everything and anything, and it discusses, like... Ev- in, yeah.
0: yeah, it talks about it in a way that's accessible to children, and that's fantastic. And also, what I was going to say was, the only episode where they really address bodies in some sort of way, is... Shorty uh, Squad episode? I suppose so, but I was thinking more um, strong in the real way. I could show you
1: how to be strong. Don't. And don't remember episodes by title. You can oh,
0: you know episodes. that one with uh, Nicki Minaj? And... Yes. P- singing that song, I can show you how to be strong in the real way and how she wants to have Steven embrace basically his mental strength and show him that there's Marvel one way to be strong.
1: Yeah. And also the episode with the Shorty Squad, uh, like, for, is two quite sharp men. What are you <laughs>
0: talking about? I'm I, five foot four.
1: I love that episode just because it's like, yeah, you can be short and it's okay. People don't realise... And I'm not saying it's a major thing, because it's not... Being short is not, like, the worst thing in the world. But uh, studies have shown that stuff like... um, Especially men who are shorter less likely to be hired and seen as in um, more powerful positions. But I'm so powerful. And like the
0: main episode the main like story behind that episode was basically don't focus so much though on what you can't do and like try and figure out what you can do or how to do things in a different way that works for you and not everybody can do certain things in the same way and not everybody has certain skills again beautiful lessons taught was by Rebecca Sugar
1: also just to mention that Rebecca Sugar also worked on it's adventure time and specifically the in and Princess Bubblegum plots finally
0: kissed at the
1: end is steven universe take two
0: <laughs> we totally didn't take a two-week break that was only supposed to be one week but then adam got exactly. too was sad to be a
1: couple of days and then he cancelled because you were sad and i then was cancelled again then... <laughs> i cancelled because i was sad and
0: then i cancelled because of norma rail i was having a hard day that one day i am a happy healthy adam a happy healthy bouncing baby boy
1: Anyway, so we totally forgot to talk about Stefani and Connie at all. Oh, and also we need to talk about
0: Florite, my poly poly baby. Yes, Florite, I totally had canon as a Polly person. Well, poly people. Polygem, polygem, polyfusion, polyfusion, because they are multiple gems like all into one and i love the fact that rebecca sugar and steven universe as a whole represents so many different types of relationships
1: like we talked about earlier i think we mentioned malachi and like the abusive relationship yeah it's
0: great representation for people to see you know and it's good for kids to learn in a way that's like quite digestible about different types of relationships both healthy and unhealthy and also queer and not queer.
1: And also family, it talks about family, which I'm pretty sure we talked about last time. Yeah. Different um, types
0: of relationships within like romantic and like platonic, family, family
1: wise. Like
0: how would you say the gem diamond hierarchy is representative of a family? Because I see them as like Stephen's aunts.
1: See I see um I see um white as like the mother, but yellow and blue as like Sisters and then, yeah. Pink slash Stephen, which we already spoiled earlier. So <laughs> yeah, uh, like as a younger sibling, like a lot younger.
0: Yeah, and like you could basically, if you look at it that way, then you could say that you know Garner and Pearl and Amethyst were like more of their chosen family you know you can have family that you're born into which is great if you get along with them but also you can choose your family and your family can be the friends you have around you at the same time as
1: and as queer people chosen family tends to be very important like we tend to even if like i have a good relationship with my parents but i also have my chosen family which is like my friends and stuff that you kind of just (laughs) Adam is staring at me with a very creepy smile, very happy right now. <laughs> um, Who,
0: who's your family, Ethan? Is it your best pal, Adam?
1: Maybe you are a part of it, but you're not the entirety <laughs> of it.
0: <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm not your whole entire world. What the fuck?
1: That would be unhealthy.
0: <laughs> I want to be your world. No, actually, this is an example of an unhealthy relationship. You don't expect your friends to be your entire world. You have to have more than one person around you. It's not healthy to just have your whole life focused on one person. Disclaimer, I don't discl I, I don't- Fuck. I don't condone unhealthy. Obsessive. Condoning
1: is saying that something's bad.
0: I don't condone.
1: Yeah, but you're saying I don't think it's bad. No,
0: condoning is something- Fuck, I'm gonna have to Google this.
1: You don't support.
0: I'm pretty you sure don't... condone means that, no, you, that do... you do condone. I don't condone it because condone is allowing it to happen. I'm sure. I'm gonna.
1: No, condone is not allowing something to happen.
0: <laughs> Except. Yeah. Yeah. It's saying it's good. Cannot condone any behavior that involves illicit. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. You are right about orchestra. But... Oh. Oh, how do you say it? Orchestra. Orchestra, you were right. Not
1: orchestra.
0: You were right about orchestra.
1: Thank you. (laughs) Me and Adam tend to have arguments about how to say things and what words mean, and that is it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) At least you don't think tiramisu is pronounced tiramisu like one of my exes did. Who? Um, Not the person you're thinking, the person before
1: that. Okay tiramisu
0: yeah it's tiramisu but the person you're thinking thought tofu was uh, tofu was tofu (laughs)
1: <laughs> I so believe
0: that. <laughs> and then, like, I, I was talking to Hannah about it, and we had this whole discussion about, like, uh, how elitist it could be to, like, s- talk about pronunciation, and I kind of just accepted, you know, people pronounce things in different ways.
1: Oh, yeah, my family constantly have a go- over it because, like, I'll say a word that I've only say, seen written down never heard, and my parents will just like, what the fuck? Anyway, Steven Universe.
0: <laughs> Steven Universe, Stavani Connie... My main gal.
1: stevani is non binary. Like, I think it's just generally accepted that they are non binary, and I'm yeah, pretty sure they were like, I'm pretty
0: d- sure it's canon kind of non binary yeah. as well. They're kind of non binary, use they them pronouns, and they are the relationship between steven and Connie, and also they the kick fusion us. as well. Uh, Did you know that, like, it's canon kind of that their age is 26 when fused?
1: That's weird. Yeah, I <laughs> thought it was a
0: little bit weird because, like, they're literally two teenagers. But also, Stevon super badass and also there's, like, this one scene uh, in... Is it Jungle Moon?
1: I don't remember the
0: episode name. Jungle Moon where they're shaving with a fucking sword and I want to shave with a fucking sword. And I want to be that badass.
1: <laughs> no, um, I'm pretty sure as well they're, like... At least definitely one of the earliest non-binary representations on TV, never mind on a kids' show. Yeah,
0: I mean, I can't really think of that many non-binary representations on TV in general at this point still. I think
1: we'll do an episode on that one day. Yeah,
0: I probably need to watch more TV shows that aren't just cartoons, but (laughs) let's be real. Steven Universe is gold. Do you believe that Steven Universe has declined in quality at all?
1: I think season one was terrible. (laughs) I didn't
0: think season... I felt the first few episodes were terrible because, you know, Steve, season one includes Jailbreak, which is... It's like the first few episodes, okay, yeah, it's a kid's show and it's still finding its feet. It's not going to be perfect. I don't think it's declined in quality. I think it's just changed and because Yeah, I think it's, it's just changed developed. It's changed show. and developed as a show. And, you know, no no show's perfect. There are gonna be problematic aspects to it. But at the end of the day there's it's a children's show and it's bringing like, our community forward in great strides.
1: And I really hate when adults who watch it complain about something not being as realistic or how they wanted something to happen when it is a kid's show. Like, saying that the diamonds coming around and accepting Stephen should have taken a lot longer, but it's a kid's show. One, you need to keep young people entertained and not drag things out for seasons and seasons and seasons. And two, it's teaching acceptance and that, like, we're adults, we can't, judge it
0: you can't like basically push it through your own expectations and your own lenses it's not going to be oh this is going to be really like thoroughly thought out and explored and explained because you know kids don't want that you know it's not going to be like that it's not realistic you have to accept Aspects of it for what it is, and overall, it is a fantastic show that has, like I said, brought our community forward in great strides. It's teaching kids about things that they otherwise wouldn't have learned about, and you know, it's,
1: it's a beautiful thing. It also brings people together. So, um, not last year, but year before, when I went on trans camp with GI as a young person. Um, I took my ukulele and there was a point when we were around the campfire and we were playing um, Steven Universe songs and singing like yeah. a group of fifth, I'd say more like far too trans people, just young people especially, just being communal and bonding of this one thing.
0: Yeah, and you know, there's the whole song that's literally about being made of love and how beautiful and how strong that relationship is. And... You know what, I really admired the episode where, like, Ruby thought, okay, no, I, like, I'm not sure if I made this decision on myself to be with Sapphire, I need to explore it. And then she realised, yeah, I do want to be with her. And, you know, it explores... The, it, it's basically talking about how it's okay to, you know, take time to yourself and figure out what you need.
1: Is there anything else you want to discuss about Saving Universe? Well, we didn't
0: really talk about
1: Connie as a person. We just talked about... Okay,
0: stuff, so... I don't really know what to say about Connie. I think Connie is kind of awesome. Connie and... is a strong character, a strong, strong female, female character. character. <laughs> That's the good thing about the show is, as well. It shows so many strong female characters, and it shows like loads of different types of body types for like all so She's different also kinds a of people. Of a person has like fantastic representation of all different types of people, and uh, they're just living their lives and doing their things. I'm going to sneeze in a second. Just sneeze. It's gone away now. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Sneeze. You made me look like a liar in front of my podcast audience. (laughs) Uh, Um, Fluorite is a fusion of, I think it's either five or six different gems, and, you know, maybe more if the right gem comes along. (laughs) And I think that's kind of beautiful. I love, love.
1: I think that is a strong theme as well within the show. Like, not just relationships, but love in general and, like... Yeah, Stephen's constantly,
0: like, discovering that his powers are, like, repeatedly controlled by his emotions and thinking about people, all of him. Teaching
1: men that it's not bad to have emotions and to, like... It's okay to express yourself. And yeah, it's a... and Stephen's very open with his emotions and like you said his power Lind- literally come from yeah
0: the- and he's never shamed for it not by his dad not by the gems not by anyone it's like seen as a good thing that he's yeah. like embracing all aspects of himself like feminine and masculine and i think that's beautiful
1: <laughs> i think it's beautiful <laughs> do we have anything else to discuss on the stupid universe
0: it's a great show, 10 out of 10 would recommend, but if you've listened to this, you probably know like 90% of the plotline now.
1: No, I don't think we gave any major, like we gave away spoilers, but I We think... literally
0: <laughs> talked about the fact that Steven is Pink Diamond.
1: Yeah, but... That's like
0: the biggest spoiler there is. They, they planned this from the offset, it's like been building since day one and has only just now been revealed in season 5. So maybe yeah, we did ruin some of it.
1: We ruined some of it, but and there's also, also we a lot talked more about to the enjoy. The that that.
0: Garnet Fusion, my favorite thing ever was like Hannah reacting to that when she found out. Okay,
1: apart from the major spoilers when it comes to twists in the show, we haven't talked like majorly about like little things that happen. Even if you've not seen it
0: and this has spoiled it for you, would like 10 out of 10 would recommend
1: and also we did give a spoiler warning so don't complain that we spoiled yeah
0: <laughs> we gave a big spoiler warning
1: just an additional ending spoilers
0: well that's all we really have to say steven universe is a great show here it is we love it clearly and and we love you. Um Thanks thank, for listening folks. Thank
1: you for listening folks. See you later. Hope you enjoyed. Remember to like look at our Patreon, look at our Twitter, what's our Twitter thing? I don't do the Twitter.
0: I don't know. You
1: created it.
0: <laughs> uh don't
1: What is our Twitter, Adam?
0: Podcast underscore is for some reason.
1: That is our Twitter. I don't remember making that a
0: handle, but yeah. Follow us on Twitter at podcast underscore is
1: and... Uh, we also have a YouTube channel that doesn't have much on at the moment, but we are yeah. going to at some point aim to do stuff like for that. And we have Patreons so you can support us. And yeah,
0: if you follow us, like now, you probably get a follow back because we don't know that many people.
1: Yeah, so who if, the fucks that? Um, we're probably I don't know. We're probably gonna follow back like the first ten to twenty to fifty people. But yeah, we'll us. probably
0: follow you back because yeah.
1: Anyway, bye. Bye.
0: Listen to my smooth,
1: sultry voice (laughs) Whisper you to sleep Oh yeah